Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to another installment of a beautiful podcast. How are you this fine 25th of May? 25th of May. Can you believe it? We're already nearly, uh, what is it? When does spring end? Soon, sadly. You know, the season. Uh, we're already nearly into summer. Uh, my, my, my goodness, it's just, I can't believe it. We're... We're, we're sure cruising. We're moving quickly here. My my kid, my daughter, just finished her uh, final finals of high school. She graduates uh, in a week's time. And, um, you know, summer's starting. Summer break. We're planning vacations. We're off. You know, like it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. So uh, things are moving real quick. And Spring Boot 3.1 just came out last week. Uh, big, st- big, big release. Huge. I mean, uh, I'll, as soon as the... Spring I.O. from Barcelona, Spain. As soon as that keynote is available on YouTube, I'll be uh, sharing it far and wide. There's just a lot of cool stuff. We announced Spring Boot 3.1 last Thursday, the day of the last installment of our little podcast here. Uh, and then uh, we announced a uh, preliminary crack, you know, a checkpointed, checkpoint restore, uh, checkpoint restore, uh, uh, I don't know, coordinated restore at checkpoint, right? Crack, uh, which is a way to vastly improve the startup time of your JVM-based applications by just sort of skipping to an initialized state. We also announced, um, you know, uh, test containers and, and uh, Docker Compose support last week uh, for Spring Boot 3.1. It's, you know, we knew about it. People knew about it, but it's now GA. You can actually download the bits, uh, which came out last, it, it, it came out last Thursday, right? Like I said, like the last episode of our of our podcast. So just an amazing week since then. People seem to love what we're doing. Uh, just a lot of cool stuff going on there. So check it out. Uh, my friends, today, you know, speaking of uh, the future of Java and the future of Spring and all this good stuff, um, we have a uh, a great a great guest today. Today, we're going to talk to my friend Billy Carando. Uh, he's a uh, developer advocate on the Java team at Oracle, and he's going to. He, I recorded this episode with him while we were in beautiful Barcelona, Spain, just sort of a preliminary look at a, a lot of the cool stuff happening in the Java ecosystem, right? What's coming soon? What's coming a little bit further out? Just some of the amazing stuff. Right, and it was just a really great episode. I learned a lot. Uh, I'm a Java champion, so it pays to it pays for me to like uh, do my best to keep abreast of all the stuff that's happening in the Java community. And even with that mandate, I still sometimes miss things. So I was just really glad to have uh, Billy on the show. I learned a ton. I'm sure you will uh, as well. And if you don't, well, at least you have fun. It's a good good show. Thank you, Billy, for joining me today uh, for this episode. And uh, to the rest of you, enjoy. And as always. Spring I.O. We are. Beautiful Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, this is a tough life. <laughs> tough, a tough job. Wait, can they see? Are they? Uh, I mean, they can see yeah, the like, auto show that's also happening oh. at the same time. Wait, let me show this. So, can you see that? Wait, uh, not my ugly face. That? The, the, how can I? You can't really see it. There's a thing blocking it. Whatever. Okay. You, yeah. Anyway, there's yeah. a there's this beautiful architecture. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. City of Gaudi <laughs> and, and things like that. Right. So anyway, we're in Spring I.O. Barcelona. Yeah. This is a this is not an official like VMware show or anything. It's just this wonderful show that's yeah. sprung up but by, by one guy, Sergey. Sergey. Yeah. Just does an amazing job. Uh, Don't know how he does it. I think some of the people that would have otherwise been in this live stream with us in the chat are probably here in the show watching talks. Yeah. That's you know that's okay. the that's nature okay. of the community. Huh. Um, by the way, those of you watching on Twitter. I don't, uh, we'll we'll try and monitor the Twitter, but like we said, we don't see those questions until later. So if you want to 
sound off or contribute or whatever, join us. Join us on uh, YouTube, right? YouTube is fine. So good. Anyway, we're live. I'm I'm live with Billy Crando, who is Java developer advocate or Oracle. Yes. Not, but don't hold that against me. No, <laughs> Java is like hot sauce, right? I mean, yeah. this conference is Java plus season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's amazing. So I was just, so we're, you know, we're, obviously there's a lot of excitement. You saw on the keynote this morning. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going all in, right? Java 21 mm -hmm. will be a long-term supported version yeah. very soon mm -hmm. uh, for both the Java community and spring. Java 17 is the baseline, of course, but, yeah. uh, you know, Java 21 will be a huge thing. Yeah, it's really grown. <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering, what, what are some of the, like, big things that we should be aware of? Obviously, there's... Um, Virtual threads. Virtual yeah. threads. Yeah. yeah. So what do you call it? Virtual threads or Loom? What are we supposed so, to be okay. saying in these so, days? Um, Loom is the overall project that right. is covering all the changes that are coming um, with changing how threading is working within uh, our, um, synchronization. Synchronization, all that stuff is working within Java. So yeah. And then virtual threads is just a part of that. And what they are just lightweight threads that are kind of existing memory. And so when you're using a thread and right. like you're making a call to like a service or database or something like that, you know, it's going to be just like only a little bit of processing happening. And then you're going to be waiting even just a few milliseconds for time for that to come back. And that's just taking up system resources because that thread is doing nothing. Right. So what virtual threads do does is that this, JVM can detect that and then park that virtual thread, just detach it from the actual platform thread and put that in park and it can allow it to do other processing while you know it's waiting for a response back. And it does it all at the JVM level. You don't have to be aware of it or anything like that. So uh, things like input stream and output stream, which were we would have called blocking yes. before, they're still they still have that they still have that characteristic, which is that the code is not going to continue after that point, but yeah. It doesn't matter because the thing that's so painful about sitting there and waiting is that you're losing also time on that thread, that operating exactly. system thread. That's exactly. no longer happening. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, threads are our operating set threads are relatively expensive. They have their own stack. There's yeah. only so many threads that operating systems can support. Um, you know, it's still like in the thousands, but that can start to make a mat make um, a difference right. when you're having you know a large application, web application, or just any kind of application that's communicating with a lot of. Um, different clients at the same time, so you can start. You can be start to become thread bound. Uh, so yeah, now virtual threads is seeking to where you no longer be thread bound um, because you could have millions um, of potential concurrent virtual threads. And uh, so, is this mechanism like? Is there some sort of thing that's just keeping a timer on threads and just saying, "Hey, there's a, a timer." There, like, there's a. This is taking too long. There's probably something we can put in the background, or are there signals built into these relevant APIs like input stream and output stream? that say, hey, JVM, we're gonna do a thing that's gonna take some time, but go ahead and park the thing. So like that, that level of internalness, I, I'm not quite um, familiar with. I'm sure either. there is something within that that it can tell when it's not actually, um, just it's just waiting on a right. response back from, you know, whatever, either the file system or some external system. Right. Um, so when it comes to that, I am not quite sure how that internal is working, but also from the perspective of a Java developer, uh, generally, you shouldn't have to worry about that. The JVM is just going to, you know, kind of handle that. Just kind of like you don't care about how it's going to find where to, you know, put memory for like when you're storing right. an object. You, you don't point. care. So, so in that way, you should generally not have to worry too much. I only ask because I wonder if there's some, and I can't even think of a use case. So maybe I'm just, I don't know. Is there some thing that a, a person that wants to take advantage of this non-blocking non nature would need to know about 
to be able to take advantage of outside of the well understood confines of input streams and uh, you know things like that, or is it just I don't know. Whatever. No, no. For, for most Java developers, that, that shouldn't need to be the case. Now, for you know library developers like Spring or you know someone like the the maintainers of like Tomcat or Jetty, they might actually have some thoughts, concerns, or not even not concerns, but some interest in kind of figuring that stuff out. But but for you know ninety nine percent of the Java developers out there, it should just work seamlessly. Um, I love it. That's the way how it works. Yeah. And so I know. So do we? Don't tell me. If, don't tell me anything I shouldn't know. But. Yeah. I saw that the so virtual threads proper, yeah. the you know the new executor service basically. Yeah. That's for sure, for sure targeted for Java twenty one, yes. which is coming in at any minute or month now. Yeah. Um, what September. about the, <laughs> September, which yes. is very soon. That's very a soon. Month. Soon. Yes. Right after summer. After after yeah. you come back from vacation, then you can go. Yeah, further. The European vacation. Yeah. 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 Once he, once everyone from Europe comes back from vacation, uh, we'll, be ready we'll be we'll be just about ready. Piping hot hot cup of Java. Okay, so that's that's. Um, September. Yeah. Um, what about the programming? I know there's a like a yeah. So there's two other major parts, like a major initial trifecta for um, Project Loom. Right. The other part is where you're probably going to structure concurrency, right. which is the ability to break up a part a process into concurrent threads and then kind of have it um, a more understanding programming of how of how that is or a more coherent, more coherent way of being able to easily break apart um processes in a multiple thread so like let's say you are going to be calling um like three or four services like a yeah. good example my colleague jose puts together is like he is doing like a fake travel service and like i am going to check with like all these different travel services like for hotel right. um prices and you know i want to get you know at least three or four back but once i get three or four back even if i'm calling five or six or something right go ahead and display or maybe get the first four maybe wait a second and then come back. But like with circuit concurrency, you have an easy way of programmatically defining that to say like, okay, call all these out. And then also ways of defining it to where um, if you get an exception, just ignore it. Or, you know, if you get multiple exceptions, okay, maybe at that point we have to like drop out. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's what structured concurrency that's does. Awesome. Yeah, and then the other part is part. Uh, there is scoped value. Yeah, right, that's true. And so it's not thread vocals, but kind of. Yeah, so, so so the issue now is so uh, we were talking about before with threads, like with system threads, you can have like a few thousand. And, you know, if you have thread local storing stuff and maybe copying values across it at a few thousand, you know, maybe if it's a large enough object, you would have to care. But most of the time, objects are, you know, only a few bytes, maybe a couple kilobytes. So you probably don't really care too much. If you have millions of virtual threads, all of a sudden that starts to really add up. So what scope value does is allow you to share values across all your virtual threads. Right. It's only immutable though, because obviously if you have a bunch of thread local, you know, a bunch right. of things trying to write to it across millions, you can't do that. So scope values allow you to share data super fast um, across all these virtual threads. And then you only have that one copy of it. So that way, if you have a large string or something or a file or something like that that you're you're accessing um it can just share it across all those and you're not going to have to copy that you know oh, thousands of times across, millions. or millions of times across the local nice okay very yeah. good see this is the kind of stuff that again the, the java team is thinking about this stuff so that we don't yeah. have to okay all of this really cool so what's yeah. do we know like you know blink twice if you think the, the any of those last two things might land in java 
21. No, they're, yeah. they're, they're definitely not going to be final features in 21, oh. but they will. So um, I, believe, I believe they're going to both be in preview mode. I know structure concurrence and quite sure got updated or upgraded to preview from incubator. And I think that might've happened with scope values. Oh, well. So while they won't be final now, just one thing to keep in mind though, just because it's in preview, what that doesn't mean is that it's not production ready. It's that it's saying that this API might change in the future. Right. So like we're just saying like you have to do enable preview and all that stuff just so you kind of know that the API might change. But we're still very confident that it's, you know, going to be a minimum of bugs. Say it's it's we're not any less confident in yeah. these other preview features than we are in virtual threads. This virtual threads, the API, we're saying it's not going to change. It's frozen. Known quantity. Uh-huh. Known quantity. And we're, we would only be adding to it. We're not going to be, you know, changing the name of something or, or taking something away, or at least not without, you know, Years of life yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, good. So this is, okay, so we talked about, I mean, the virtual threads, Loom. Loom, yeah. That's Hooray, I cannot wait. That is actually, but there's a lot of stuff, right? Yes, in so much. So so. Let's talk about the, because uh, we've, I've had, I actually had Jose uh, on the show a minute ago. Yeah, he, he probably explained Loom a lot better than I did. No, 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 <laughs> just, just we got more, um, given more time, I'm sure you yeah. could do the same thing, but we walked through it in depth. So I wanted to talk about some of the other stuff. Can we talk yeah. about what else is happening in Java and what will come in Java 24? Sure. So two other big things, two other big language features that are getting finalized in 21 is record patterns, oh. um, which is a really nice way of quickly extracting or deconstructing a record. So instead of like having to call each individual um, like a member or, or the getter for, or not the getter, but the accessor for the record to get a value, you can just reference that um, component value and to get that value out of there. So um, when you're using that in a switch really would be probably the most common. Wait, or destructure a record in a yeah. switch? Yes, yeah, with switch, and that's the other one I'll get to in just a moment. Preview feature or is that gonna land? That's gonna, it's gonna land, that's gonna fully land. And so full deconstruction of records in a yeah. switch in Java 21? Yes. Did, yes. Was there even a preview feature for that? Yeah, so no, actually there was. So that there's was smart switches for like, there's I can pattern. See. Yeah, so there's pattern matching for switch. That's what allows you to do records, um, deconstruction of records in a switch. Wait, so are you saying I can like have a record as a variable, I say switch on foo, which is an instance variable of a record. Mm -hmm. How do I get access to the constituent components? Is there a way to like create it? So variables? like you would have like your switch case and it'd be like foo. And then you would say like, what's values you want to get out of? Like you have foo f and then like you would say what's values you want to get out of it. And so, yeah. So I can then just do a quality tests and things like that on the individual. Yep. So is, is the destructuring, does that happen before the matching? So like no, it would happen in the case label. Oh, in so the case, in the case label. label, that's where you would kind of get all the values out of it. So that way, if like you have like shape yeah. being passed into the switch, and you have like square, rectangle, circle, and all oh. that stuff, you would have circle C. And so I can do I can match yeah. on the type of the record as well, not just yep. the individual mm -hmm. fields. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So and if I wanted to say if I wanted to say shape, but I wanted to extract out the subfields, I could do that. Yeah. The, the, the components uh -huh. of the record. But also, if I wanted to say I want a square, I don't mm -hmm. care about the subrecord, uh, the components. I just want it to be a square of some sort. Yep. I can match on that. And, yep. get, mm -hmm. and this is the instance that I work with. Do I get like a downcast smart pointer thing that lets me say I'm dealing with a square? Do I have to like yes, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah? Because that's part of then I think for the instance matching. But what's also then nice? That's so, so that's GA in twenty one. Yeah, like that's I can, GA. Yep. No preview. <gasps> yeah, no preview. 
Like, and then I didn't even think I stepped on that. I, yeah, I know I've been really looking forward to it because we had four rounds of preview on that. And one last little thing I want to talk about that is that, oh, what was it? I think 16 when we added seal classes, which yeah. you remember, you know, kind of interesting, but it's like, okay, library a little bit, a um, little bit of library stuff. And sometimes hard to see to be used for it. Right but now, um, now pattern magic for switch it can read that hierarchy. So like, again, to use a shape example, you know, let's say we've defined circle, square, and triangle right. um, in our sealed hierarchy. Now with that switch pattern, we wouldn't have to add a default case to it. Because oh, because it's exhaustive. It's exhaustive. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's landing in GA21 as well? Yeah, that, that's part of switch patterns. So our pattern matching for switch to be the most appropriate that is so, like yeah yeah 21 is, is huge huge yeah. huge that stuff alone is interesting i would mm -hmm. like so you know like i love kotlin but we don't have any of that yeah. kotlin, right that the, that's more like scala you know yes yeah. i think from the scala language that they have um oh yeah i knew this stuff was coming i read the but i just didn't realize it was already here i thought we'd start getting previews i know kind of i know it's, i've been focused on loom so much yeah right? so i'm doing a presentation here on jdk 21 um bring io in barcelona you yes. still have time although i think it's sold out <laughs> yeah yeah but i but i realized like i've been needing i now i've been i'm completely reworking my presentation just because 21 is becoming so big that yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I have now proper enough to talk about because for a while it's a little bit difficult because some of these are going in. Hypotheticals? Well, not hypotheticals or they're getting, um, so usually it's two rounds of preview right. um, for a feature, but I think switch pattern or pattern matching for switch had four and I think record patterns had three. Or maybe it's just also two, but like I knew these things were coming for such a long time and really want to talk about them. I could kind of just preview it, right. but now I can actually properly talk about it. And so I'm having to completely redo my presentation because like I can really you know, seek my intention and uh, talk about it because, um, yeah, it, it's going to be really nice. It's really quite amazing just how much is coming in 21. And, and you can't beat the price. Yeah, that's free. I know. Freaking free. I love it. Um, by the way, quick tangent. Yes. If, uh, you know. I appreciate you uh, sharing, mm -hmm. but where else can people see you? You know, are you out there doing uh, yeah, a I mean, YouTube channel or something? YouTube channel. That? So yeah, you can find me on the official Java YouTube channel. So just YouTube slash Java. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So actually I recently started a new um, video series there. I call it the call Stackwalker. And pretty much it kind of goes into all the stuff in the JVM. I just actually released a new video called on JFR, which is, Another fantastic piece of technology, but just is that new? What, is there like a playlist I should? Be yeah, it's the most recent video right now. Or there you go. Or uh, I don't know. If we actually have a Stackwalker playlist. Why not? Right now, but is it just part a of a recent stuff? video? Uh -oh. Uh oh. Oh, sorry. Extra sounds on there. Wow. But yeah, definitely check it out. Um, definitely check it out just because JFR is an amazing piece of technology. That but what is that? You're talking about the Java Flight Recorder, right? Yes. But what's new and novel? What should people people be knowing? So actually, to the to the point of free, actually, it's now called JDK Flight Recorder. Um, back in JDK 11, we open sourced it and gave it to the community. And that right. means that you no longer need to use a commercial or you no longer need to have a commercial license to use it in production. Right. Was the case before and JDK 10 and on before. I see. Um, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. thinking because they, they even made a very strong push. They said, uh, as of right now, for like, you know, for this one second. Mm -hmm. Commercial version of Java and the open source are exactly the same. Yeah. They basically donated everything. Yeah. And I'm sure they might have since improved and added new things to the proprietary thing, mm -hmm. which is fine. I yeah. want them to make money, obviously. But at one point, they took these things that had hitherto been 
um, probably you know expensive. Yeah. You know, well, not expensive. they cost money. Yeah. You know, uh, they 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 amazing. And that was like yeah. a level set because that was yeah. after years of Java eight, and then Java nine arrives, and we were already at eleven by that point. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but uh, now we're at Java twenty one. That's almost. 10 I know. I know. I know. It's amazing how time flies all of a sudden with those versions. But yeah, no, definitely check out JFR. I think it's something that not enough Java developers really know about and appreciate. It's a very great piece of technology for yeah. debugging, performance tuning, stuff like that. Um, good. It's far too much to go into for just now, right. um, but okay. it's definitely worth it. So yeah. My friend, Absolutely. Uh, are you on the Twitters? Do you want to be found there? Are you in Mastodon? Yes. Yeah, uh, just, just Twitter right now. Uh, you can find me at Billy Carando. So yeah, I guess you'll toss that into the comments but yep i'll do that right now i appreciate you absolutely no thanks for uh, inviting me to onto your live stream well i mean it's 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 fun but it, uh, people might be able to hear it the, the sessions are breaking already yes. they're done so people are starting to stream out and so rather than risk the ire of a lot of people we're gonna call it a good one sounds good man thanks my friend talk to you later see you later everybody <laughs>